0: Hey there, I'm Andrew Baxter, and this is the podcast Knowing the Unknown, a show that talks about urban legends, conspiracy theories, myths, and the secrets of the world. Welcome to another episode of Knowing the Unknown. I'm your co-host, Andrew Baxter, and with me always is the Ash to my Ketchum.
1: Kenny Soto, what's going on, guys?
0: What's up, Kenny?
1: How's it going, man? It's going great. I guess that makes me the host this week, huh?
0: I I put co-host. I've realized for this entire past season, I've done nothing but say host. Like, you've been the guest every week. So I'm like, I should say co-host. And with me is my other co-host. You know? So I was like,
1: <laughs> hey. <coughs> God damn, that caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been, man? Oh, you know what? Uh, you know, it's been fun. Uh, works lay down some new laws on us, but whatever. We'll get through it. And if not, fuck my job, I'll get another one.
0: It's a good mentality to have.
1: I like that. Yeah, man. After You know, as you grow older, yeah, I mean, retirement and all that kind of stuff is important. But at the same time, you got to learn to respect yourself, especially when it comes to the workplace. Don't let your fucking bosses or that job uh, run your life, because at the end of the day, they will drop you in a heartbeat. So you might be ready to do the same to them. Well, yeah, that's true. Plus,
0: I think Texas has the whole, like, you don't really need to give two weeks notice. I ain't give more some fuck. shit.
1: <laughs> I, I don't wreck all job hop, but I'm not going to leave my job and not have something else lined up. So. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Sir. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's not something planned. It just comes out of me. Do it again. (laughs) You know, like um, this week, uh, work's been killing me or whatever. Well, stress with stress, but I haven't been sleeping enough. But I traded that sleep for more uh, me time, and I got to say it's worth it for my mental health.
0: You masturbated, didn't you?
1: No, no, no. I slayed assholes playing Smite with you, fool. Smite.
0: Well, for me, I've had a pretty interesting week. Um, I went and got my COVID vaccine, and I couldn't record because, well, I just couldn't. whatever we'll that sounds that. like lame ass excuse. Yeah. Well, because I had to sit there, and it was such a long time. So instead, I decided to use my phone to call a friend, Kenny, and to talk me out of my anxiety. Oh issues. yeah,
1: you <laughs> so, sounded like you were ready to piss yourself.
0: Dude, I, I just, I can't. I just can't. I really don't like being in public settings like that. My anxiety goes through the roof. But anyways, um, it wasn't that bad of a process. I got there at my appointment time, had to wait in the line. That's where the anxiety started. Um, but, you know, it was all all in all, it took maybe like a 30-minute process. Now, the after the the shot, my arm was sore for like three days. And when I say sore, it feels like, you know, I got – uh, got into a fight, and the guy only punched the same arm over and over like he didn 't attempt to hit anywhere else that 's what it kind of felt like it was really sore um I hear people say it 's like uh when you work out, but i don 't know what that feels like so i 'm gonna go with fighting i 've been beaten up a few times um so it 's like you know that 's how I relate to it, but other than that you know i go back hey I got in, a quick question uh, yeah so
1: um <clears throat> how you feeling? <clears throat> oh my god.
0: <clears throat> what? What did you want to ask
1: me? Misa. <laughs> Who is this 80-year-old man? <laughs> but um are you started uh with a concealed carry lately or no? Do I have a no, concealed do you? carry? Like have you have you been worried do... at all?
0: I have my own firearm protection.
1: I'm yes. just asking, you know, because I see all this uh, violence happening against uh, your kind.
0: Against Asian Yeah, people. what am I supposed to call see... you without
1: being racist?
0: Because <clears throat> everything's <laughs> fucking racist See, now. Uh... see the thing is, is, yes, there is a lot of Racism currently right now, Asian people are at the top of the list, but there's always something if you realize it's Hispanic people at the border, it's black people versus the cop. Now it's Asian people being anti-discriminated against with, uh, you know, the coronavirus and all this other stuff. But, you know, the problem is, is that it's always going to be there. Now, the reason why it's such a big deal now is because of the one thing that has fucked everything over since the beginning of its fucking founding, which is the media. Social media and the media has non-stop put out negative images, given negative ideologies, has influenced negative actions, negative, negative, negative. Everything has been negative when it comes to social media, when it comes to the media in general. It goes, oh, there was a shooting here. Let's bro- blow it out of proportion and cause all these other copycats out there in the world we to know, go it's on fun, shooting it's funny right
1: now, <clears throat> is nobody's talked about all that, that area up there that was at the north, uh, northwest of uh, the United States, north central, where they got obliterated by all these severe storms, like a whole town practically wiped off the map.
0: Yeah, because... That's not sexy enough. Yeah, something
1: like 100,000 people, 200,000 people lost their homes.
0: It's not sexy. It's not sexy enough. You know, it's like, oh, they lost their homes, but they didn't lose their lives, you know. And it's still a sad thing, and that's something that should be reported, but (laughs) it's not. In situations like that,
1: some people would probably say it would have been better to have died than to have to try to start over from nothing again.
0: Well, I wouldn't say that, but some I, I know where you're coming from. I know some people would. I just, I don't care for the media. I don't care for CNN. I don't care for MSN. I don't care for whatever. I just don't. Was MSN even one? That's something else. Yeah.
1: <coughs> whatever, regardless. I mean, it used to be a, a messaging shit. app back in the day, like with AOL. <laughs>
0: That's how you used to talk to chicks. through Messenger. I remember that. ASL, A-Sex Location. Hey, What's up?
1: Um, <laughs> by the sounds of things right now, it's definitely starting to sound like somebody's reaching the weight limit for their chair.
0: You can hear my chair? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> can you... You can... <clears throat> that's... Uh, no, I got a pet. I got a pet, um... But something that squeaks, think quick. Hamster. <laughs> I got a, I got a pet hamster. His name is Cat. I feel like
1: while, while we're doing this recording, with. you got like a bucket of KFC on the floor next to you, and you're just leaning over, reaching it down, and grabbing a drumstick.
0: <laughs> you know what makes that funny is fun. I had KFC for life. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I got the famous bowl. <laughs> <one. laughs>
1: Did you get the spicy one?
0: <laughs> they don't have a spicy famous.
1: Boy. I got a bowl that was spicy. Maybe I had ch- No, yeah, I got the bowl with the mashed potatoes, uh little chicken nuggets in there. The gravy, there was a spicy one. I'm buying a new chair. I bought a new chair because of what you're going through right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so self-conscious. I'm not even really moving. I'm just breathing.
1: <laughs> Fuck. Still anyway, anyway, so sure. um, <clears throat> have you uh, have you ever heard of like uh, like ships disappearing and whatnot?
0: Yeah, I've heard of ships and airplanes. Yeah, and stuff. yeah,
1: isn't there like a Pacific region in the world that that keeps constantly happening?
0: A Pacific?
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, uh,
0: you know. Yes, and that brings us to actually our topic of the week, which actually me and Kenny are super excited about because we're getting off of cryptids. Um, Because to be honest, and we're very honest on our podcast, it was kind of boring to do the research about, you know, we we didn't have that much fun. So what we want to do is we want to transition back into the conspiracy theories and and, and back into, uh, you know, the lies of our government and everything else or what they're trying to hide. So we decided
1: it didn't look like you guys were enjoying it either.
0: (laughs) (laughs) True. So hopefully this sparks back up everyone's uh, interest. So what we're doing this week is the Bermuda triangle.
1: Uh, I don't know how to play off of that.
0: That was (laughs) anticlimactic. Let's
1: try it again. The Bermuda
0: triangle.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: That's what you came up with? That's, that's (laughs) like, all right, you know, (laughs) fuck it. So anyways, humans have often uh, had the habit of believing that they know more than what they actually do. A lot of people, especially people that you work with. However, we know very little about our planet. If we, we actually took a step back and looked at the universe that surrounded us, we don't know shit. Like, even if we talk about our planet, they say space is the final frontier, but we haven't even reached all the frontiers still here on Earth. And I'm talking about the oceans, okay? A large part, a very large part of our world is ocean, and we have still yet to explore many parts of it. There's a lot of mysteries, and there's a lot of secrets that are still hidden. So this week, we're going to be talking about the Bermuda Triangle, Uh, often called Devil's Triangle or Hurricane Alley. Um, And so we're going to try to talk about things. And what Kenny was bringing out was that a lot of boats and aircrafts are are
1: mysteriously disappeared. Aircrafts.
0: Aircrafts. Aircrafts. Aircrafts? Aircrafts?
1: We're just going to go with...
0: A lot of boats and airplanes have disappeared in this area. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, Kenny, sir. you
0: got any? You got anything you want to start with this? You want uh, to start it off? You start it off.
1: Aircrafts have disappeared in this area. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they have.
1: Apparently, it was about right in the 1940s. There's an entire squadron of uh, torpedo bombers that disappeared. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, some people say uh, 19,
0: 1945, December 1945. It was shortly after World War II.
1: Oh, yeah, shortly after World War II. Were they called uh, the, TM, the TBM Avenger Torpedo Bombers?
0: Yes. Uh, their squad was actually called Flight 19. <laughs> uh, there they they were five, actually, five Avenger Bombers. Um, they were part of the U.S. Navy. Uh, they left the air base in Florida. They were supposed to fly across the Atlantic, or not across, but into the Atlantic Ocean, uh, on a training mission uh, where they would just bomb into the water and then return. And they were led by Lieutenant Tenete Taylor.
1: Oh, yeah. And they, they went out one day and uh, <laughs> um, they, uh, they last radioed in talking about uh, what their gauges uh, going haywire. And then they went radio silent and never heard from or seen from again, if I remember, right?
0: Yeah. It was like they – so the initial exercise was supposed to only have been an hour and a half. Um, but Lieutenant Taylor called in, like Kenny said, um, that his compass mostly was fucking up. Um and you gotta remember this was like nineteen forty five, so you know, technology on the plane wasn't like it is today, but
1: still and wasn't it a night um, mission as well?
0: Um you know, I actually don't know what time that they actually did it. Um I, I looked for the research and I didn't really see a time frame. Um but like Kenny said they were still able to send transmissions back to the headquarters or back to whatever um, until the last thing that they heard eventually was that Lieutenant Taylor, who was the squad commander, was saying that um, that they all needed to land. They needed to all do an emergency landing in the water because they were running short on fuel. But when they had told them, hey, you know, we're still flying around. We don't know where we're going. The, the base had told them, well, you need to head north. Uh, but their compass was all messed up, so they were being sent the wrong way. Um, so the planes were gone. There was no signals. 14 total members were missing. Um, yeah. And then after that whole ordeal, the base actually sent out 200 planes in search, and nothing was found. Nothing. No plane, no bodies, no evidence, nothing with a 200-plane search grid.
1: Yeah, that's actually uh, pretty crazy. Um, Now, they chalk it up to a few different things. So, um, one, well, Bermuda Triangle, strange things happened in that area. They fucked with the compass. They got lost. But, I mean, did they really get lost? Well, they were still within radio range, obviously.
0: I mean, they they could have been. All right, you know what? Let's... uh, Let's talk about what the Bermuda Triangle actually is first, and then we'll get into what could have caused their disappearance. Okay. And, okay. and what could have fucked with it? So thing. the Bermuda remember- Triangle
1: is like this triangle. I don't know how they decided it was a triangle, but um it's a space between what uh, Florida, the Bahamas, and
0: San Juan, Puerto Rico.
1: There it is, San Juan, Puerto Rico.
0: So Miami, Florida to Bermuda Islands or near the Bahamas down to San Juan, Puerto Rico does make a triangle. Back to Florida. Yes, that whole area, areola. (laughs) Areola. (laughs) (laughs) So it's the the center of the archipelago, which uh, has like hundreds of coral reefs and coral islands around there. Um, That area was actually discovered by a guy named Juan Bermudez. Uh, in the 16th century, which is why he named the islands the Bermuda Islands. Um, and it's in the Atlantic Ocean. And if you don't know, Atlantic is on the east, Pacific is on the west. Um, yeah, sometimes I get confused about that. But anyways, that area, like Kenny had mentioned, many ships and airplanes dis- disappear. Um, but, you know, it's interesting, Kenny, I, I when I was doing even more research, you can actually fly to the Bermuda Islands and I looked up the flight rates for tonight. Um, it would have cost me $713 to fly Delta Airs if I had flew to Bermuda tonight.
1: Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I
0: don't want to go to I Bermuda. I would have gone with you. but I'm just. <laughs> we should have just booked a
1: flight there and back just to say we flew through the Bermuda Triangle.
0: But actually, for those of you at home, you should actually look up uh, uh, the images and all that other stuff. Bermuda is actually beautiful, man. They have a clear, normally clear weathers. There's, like, no winds, clear water. It's actually pretty nice over there.
1: Is it really? Because I, I thought it was also referred to as Hurricane Alley. So,
0: that's during a certain time frame, though. Oh, oh, God. I'm super gassy, guys, so... And it's not, like, gas through the ass. It's gas through my face. <laughs> um, yeah. So, it's during hurricane season, which is starts on June 1st and goes until November 30th. So if you're gonna go over there, just stay out in those times. That's when it's really, really, really bad. But before
1: all that, it's really pretty clear waters, you know, calm. It's not bad. So it's a cool place. That's fun that you it's funny that you mentioned that. Because these appearances that we have on record, right? Mm-hmm. Uh March, uh two in January, uh one in December. Oh, uh, another one in December. We got another one in September and I'm looking at August.
0: So all of most of the disappearance that are on records, which is funny, didn't even happen during the hurricane season, but a lot of people blamed it on those hurricanes.
1: Yeah. Right. I'm definitely looking at that right now. Yeah.
0: That was one of the things that intrigued me, um, you know, and uh, so whenever you do the whole science, scientific, whatever stuff that you want to go with, um, they normally say that those planes and those ships went down because of two different groups. All right. So and and the first one would be natural phenomenons. And like Kenny had mentioned, with hurricanes, those are extremely common in those areas. Um, and I did a little bit more research, Kenny, on my own. And I found out that Florida, which is in that Area of the Bermuda Triangle has had 121 total hurricanes and 37 of them were major hurricanes. That doesn't really. Texas, well, in comparison, Texas has only had 67 and 19 of them were major. So almost double what Texas has had. Uh, Louisiana has had 58 and 18 of them were major. So Florida definitely takes the cake because it's in that area. Um, Puerto Rico, every five years, there is a tropical storm of massive proportion every five years in Puerto Rico. But here's where my research got even more interesting. Bermuda Islands has only had nine total hurricanes. Wow. And I think the main reason why is because the Bermuda Islands are surrounded by these coral reefs. So it will never make landfall because by the time it gets there, it's already been hitting... Surface area, so basically
1: getting broken up.
0: Basically, yeah, but hurricanes aren't the only thing that really affect that area. There are a lot of other water
1: phenomena. Oh, in that there's place this that whole uh, surface up. tidal thing going on out there. Yeah, like, so, uh, like uh, the underwater jet streams, except it's happening on the surface.
0: The uh, you're talking about the, uh, the 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 oh my god, what are they called? The currents. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, so um, when, we, when, I, when we break it down, we'll, we'll break it down into, the, into these two types of sections. What could cause, all right, so the planes and the ships, when they went down or they go missing or whatever, could they have gone down by accidents? Maybe the planes are faulty, maybe the ships are faulty, maybe it was a hurricane. Maybe it was other water phenomenons like a uh, water spout. The tsunamis? Um, tsunamis are another one. Um, if people don't know what water spouts are, uh, water spouts are, they're like, uh, water tornadoes. Just imagine that, um, these water spouts can go up to 65 miles per hour and there's many of them in one place. Um, there's also microbursts, which, which me and Kenny had actually talked about earlier before the podcast, which is a factor of, of weather phenomenon that occurs during thunderstorms. Um, an enormous amount of air has, has, you know, collected uh and then it plummets towards the ground like a bomb yeah, which is made out of air and water to me and i don't understand why yeah. that happens it's cold air
1: kind of goes down and hot air rises
0: yes but it goes down with so much force that it becomes like a bomb uh which makes like waves and and it could take down planes quickly, why is it you know? we only
1: hear about it talked about in that area i've never heard about it talked about anywhere else
0: so the reason why it's mostly in that area is because the stuff that you had mentioned, um, with the currents and everything, one of the main current that's in that area is actually the strongest and one of the largest currents in the world, which is the uh oh, hold on a second here. Let me find it. It's the uh massive Gulf Stream. That's yeah. what it is, the Gulf that's Stream what I in that area. That earlier. So um with that maybe that's what creates these cold air pockets. Pressure Not changes. to mention pressure changes. Um you know it it so the if you follow the stream and if you look on a map and if you look at the stream it's a huge just traffic jam clusterfuck in the ocean it goes from like florida to puerto rico up to england to 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 norway greenway whatever back down across whatever else and it carries those airs and the the cold and all that other stuff with it but if you imagine if it's going down to florida with hot air then going back up to england with that cold air and always rainy and back and forth and all that other stuff it's creating this whirlpool like this giant circle of of just this um, never-changing, continuous temperature, whatever. And it's creating this cyclone there. So in the middle of all that spinning, you got to imagine, it's like like you're stirring your cup. And it's making that little hole in the middle like the tornado effect. And right in the middle of that is the Bermuda Triangle. So that could be one of those things.
1: Well, you want to know what else is getting carried around down there? Hmm. Methane gas.
0: You know, the, you know, you brought up the methane gas. And actually, that's really, that's one of the coolest things I think that I read about when I was doing this.
1: Do you want to explain well, it? Well, I'm not as uh, scientific when it comes to my research. But I will tell you this. There have been studies off the coast of Norway and Sweden where pockets of methane gas start to leak. And they cause um, cause, when the pockets leak, the methane gas, of course, escapes. So what ends up happening is they start creating these cavities... Or um, holes in the ground, so the pressure, or in the in the bottom of the ocean, so it starts to kind of kind of like do a concave thing for a little bit, and then it gets a, it builds up pressure as it's leaking, like so it leaks, pressure builds up because it's getting pressed down by the water. You get this kind of little um, like hole, if you will, uh, like a crater. Uh, be a, they can be upwards of a half mile wide and maybe 150 feet deep. But with that pressure being pressed down on what methane gas is left in there, it causes um, a big pressure build up and then it'll burst like a fucking underwater bomb at the bottom of the ocean, causing massive tidal waves and uh, all kinds of geothermic uh, uh, problems.
0: Let me, let me build off of what you're saying. <clears throat> what Kenny's talking about is the studies in Norway and all that other stuff. Now, as it pertains to the Uh, Bermuda Triangle and this is going to be interesting Kenny so check this out. The Bermuda Triangle is covered in coral reefs just especially when you get towards the Bermuda Islands coral reefs out the motherfucker a lot like a lot anyways but what else they have what what they also have are blue holes (laughs) they do have these things called blue holes now if you look at a picture of a blue hole what it is is you, you see a, or a, a giant circle in the middle of the ocean that's a different color, different color blue than the rest of the ocean around it. What oh, you that can see those from space photos. Actually, yeah, and what that is essentially is an underwater cave that has had its roof collapse, the ceiling collapse into it, which turned it into a hole that's a 100 feet deep and, and, there's, and there's a whole bunch of other tunnels and caves and all that in there. Now, depending on the current and the water that rushes through them, um, it can also cause the volcano and whatever effect that Kenny was talking about. Now, to even build even more off of what Kenny said, you have those blue holes, right? You have all these tunnels. You have all these underwater caves. These coral reefs that I mentioned earlier feed a whole bunch of fish And plants and everything else. So the animal life in that area is quite abundant. There is a lot of them. Whenever these fish and stuff die, whenever the plants die and the fish die, mostly the fish, um, they actually release when they're decomposing that methane gas that Kenny was talking about. Now, these methane gas are starting to build up and they start to concentrate in these large pockets under the water In these blue hole caverns, in their tunnels, and all that other stuff. And when what Kenny said, once the pressure is high enough, or... Oh, I burped. Or um, an earthquake happens, or a crack in the earth, or whatever. It releases those methanes, and it goes up in the form of bubbles. Now, it could also do the uh, volcano thing that Kenny was talking about. But what's interesting is that those bubbles they rise to the surface so quick and cause the density of the water to become so low that if a ship were to go over it, it would instantly sink over those bubbles
1: instantly. So how does that explain uh, aircraft sinking?
0: (laughs) Well, it explains ship sinking. It wouldn't explain the aircrafts. Um, But you know, Uh, Kenny had mentioned tsunamis that could have been another thing Um, or rogue waves there's a difference between a rogue wave and a tsunami by the way Um, but you know it could have been any one of those things since the 17th century there have been six total tsunamis that were on record in the Bermuda Triangle Um, and if you don't know what a tsunami is it's pretty much just a large displacement of water uh, that's usually caused by like an underwater earthquake Um, and a rogue wave is much smaller than a tsunami, um, but it's not caused by an underwater earthquake. It's actually just more of currents. Well, definitely.
1: Um, but if a ship's not expecting a rogue wave and it gets hit on the broadside, it can be, uh, capsized.
0: Yeah. Um, so Yeah. That's, that's one of the main things, you know, as far as like accidents, these are the scientific reasons for
1: ships disappearing.
0: Yeah. For, for, for sure about the ships disappearing. Um, Other things about the ships that could have done, it would have been, uh, you know, the coral reefs obviously being there. um, So on, so forth, blah, blah, blah. Now, Let's go into more of scientific reason as to why the airplanes would have gone down or aircraft okay,
1: so what I would think um as a, you know like as a person uh if they're flying into heavy storms, uh there is a lot of uh, electric discharge, especially at the upper end of like um what do you call it uh like uh hurricanes and stuff like there's this whole phenomenon where lightning shoots into space basically. So with all that going on, that can definitely cause errors in um, primitive uh, navigation, such as a basic compass.
0: Yeah. And you if you realized that, like, the Flight 19 crew had blamed their directions on the compass, there were oh, other instances t- um, where they would blame. Uh, talking about Go the ahead. Flight
1: 19 crew. The uh, the other things that they say about that guy, um, the guy himself, specifically, it was uh, specifically, however the fuck you want to say it, but the guy himself, uh, he had gotten previously, uh, previous flights lost before and was already known for poor navigation skills. On top uh, at the uh, interesting part was the rest of the crew that was with him. The other planes, they were all trainees
0: Mm, So you might want to chalk it up to just for leadership. Human error. That could be one. I could see that. Um, But as far as the compass fucking up, that's not the first time on record. And actually, one of the most uh, latest uh, uh, evidence about the Bermuda Triangle would have been in 2015. There was a cargo ship called the El Faro. And it went missing in the same area uh, where a hurricane had crossed in the triangle. Um, The shipwreck, however, was found at the bottom of the ocean. They found it. Um, But here's the interesting thing. They didn't see any signs of any of the crew members' bodies or their stuff.
1: Um, So I'm wondering,
0: maybe their compass... To but where would they have gone? Where are their bodies? Where are their stuff? Like okay, if you don't find anybody's body on the ship, fine. Okay, I could see that being an animal ate um, it, the current took it, you know, yeah, whatever. But to also not have any inclinations or any findings that anybody was ever on board, their stuff. There were no shoes. There were no clothes. There was nothing on board that would have said anybody was ever on it. And it's not the first time that they have ne- that they have found shipwrecks or planes or whatever else. Very few by the way that they have found, but they have found some, but they have never found a body ever. In any of the missings, they have never found a single body or evidence that there was even a person. What about uh, in that pirates? Area.
1: Because pirates is a real thing, even uh, in in open water, even today.
0: Pirates back then, though, were told not to go in that area. Not just pirates, but um, a whole bunch of things. When I had said earlier about Bermuda being calm and clean waters and no winds and all that other stuff, that would be a death sentence for a pirate ship. Could you imagine how long it would take to sail through that area with no winds? You would die of thirst and starvation by the in time.
1: 2015, not. No, no, no. I'm yeah, pirates. There's pirate ships today. Modern, modern ships go out there. Oh, I'm talking cool about uh, skinny ass motherfuckers with AK-47s that are will raid a commercial I'm ship in a heartbeat.
0: About, I'm talking about old. I'm talking about modern pirates. day pirates. What difference would a pirate ship have to do with like? Um, uh, cargo the cargo ship.
1: would get taken? Uh, the people could be taken?
0: But they still would have had to... Have, you, you're telling me that pirates are the reason why the Bermuda Triangle has had no bodies yeah. and some and labor and planes? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the ships aren't that big. Uh, that was... This has been going on for thousands of years.
1: Really? Hundreds of years. From what I've, I've seen in research, it's only been going on since like the 1940s.
0: It's only been recorded since the 1940s. We have... there has um, There is evidence that a long time ago, that area was actually called the Sarsago Sea and was feared to be traveled on. Because they thought that the sea monsters had lived in that area. Like the Kraken, the oh, Leviathan. Yorgamander. Yorgamander. What's the
1: Yorgamander? These
0: things... It's like a giant
1: snake. But these things were oh, have whoa, whoa, said have lived whoa, in those whoa. areas. Don't brush off the giant snake. What's the Orgamander? It's like a giant snake. It's like a sea monster.
0: Oh, that smells terrible. <laughs> you're <laughs> gross. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> but anyway, anyways, so that 2015, the cargo ship El Faro went missing. Uh, maybe it was a compass. You know, I'm, I actually was curious and I had to do my own little research here uh, because I've seen a lot of similarities in a lot of the uh, the, the reports about these things that have gone missing and stuff like that. And they've all said that their compass fucked up. So I had to ask, what would make the compass crazy or how a compass even worked?
1: Like uh, What's the that? energy ley lines of the planet? Supposedly the... Um all the pyramids of the world are actually erected along these ley lines. You could say paranormal, such as these ley lines, help conduct where the uh, intersections are of them, kind of help conduct, uh, the the, like weaken the bridge between the the living world and the undead world, or the gap. There you go, the gap between them. Or um, there's a way of drawing power from it in order to power... uh, the the pyramids to generate power so that they can ju- juice up the alien spaceships back in the day. <laughs>
0: Those are some explanations. Um, so I went and I did my own research on you know the compass and that, what would make them go crazy and stuff like that. Too much um, iron in to Into the whole scientific. So I'm just gonna try to dumb it down a little bit and explain it uh, high school level. <clears throat> imagine the Earth as like a giant magnet um, because it's surrounded by this a- enormous Obviously. magnetic field. Um, yeah, the field is generated uh, by the planet's inner core, the, the inside of the planet. Uh, there's a large amount of molten iron and nickel in there, and they're
1: moving around constantly. Remember, none of this Supposedly is actually proven. Yes. Yes. Even though they teach it as straight um, fact in science, since, it's
0: not, not proven.
1: But it is really
0: interesting. <laughs> uh, the needle of a compass would be magnetized and magnetic it is attracted north. to or, yeah, or it points to the poles uh, the north pole or the south pole um, but it actually points to wherever the magnetic field is stronger it doesn't point straight though it's always off by a little bit it's never really pointing straight at any given time however I did find more research that scientists were able to predict how the Earth's magnetic poles were during certain time periods when stuff were going missing. And based on the evidence at the time of where a lot of the events went missing, their compass should have been able to point north no problem. But why were they still having problems? And nobody can explain it.
1: I do have an explanation. Okay, what's your explanation? My explanation is Gordon Cooper. Who the fuck? Former NASA to... astronaut. He actually uh, took part in the Mercury missions and uh, was it Gamma, Gamma, Ganymede? I remember. Gemini. Gemini missions. There it is. Woo! I did would get that. Uh, his, his job was to fly <laughs> around the world and he had the specialized ca- uh, camera that was uh, taking photographs of the planet, right? Uh, during the time period, it was like Cold War right. time period. So what this guy was doing in the camera he was using was taking a um, off the normal spectrum. I can't remember if it was info or thermal or whatever, but it wasn't the spectrum that we can see in, which is basically 90% of the rest of the light spectrum. Uh, photographs of the world because the camera spectrum was uh, it was set up to to, to pick up um, on nuclear weapons. So the whole thing was, hey, we're they send this guy into space. He's doing research. And uh, he's taking pictures of the uh, the official statement. It was like he was getting photographs of the stars and whatnot, uh, looking for comets or some stupid shit, you know, some crazy lie NASA always gives. But in reality, reality, his cameras were pointed here at the planet, and he was looking for uh, uh, taking photographs of the oceans and of uh, Russian, like known Russian territories, because he was looking for um, nuclear weapons. Okay. So,
0: so his thing. No, not so with much the compass? the
1: compass, but it's some of the things he actually—it's not him messing with the compass. As it is, is what he photographed. Uh, certain, uh, like they officially proved okay. it, like areas where there should not have been uh, nuclear ships. He was picking up the sign- his photographs, picked up the signatures of what would indicate nuclear ships.
0: So the nuclear radiation or nuclear
1: material it is, is what okay, made the that compasses is go possible. haywire. But the fun part about this was, America said, um, "We don't have ships in that area. What are you taking photographs of?" And then um, later on in the years, uh, like he did this like two or three trips, right? And uh, what it separated um, the ob- uh, um, the objects that he photographed from being actual ships or submarines. Was the fact they didn't change position because they were sunken? Uh, eventually, after his NASA career, he actually found this act real-life uh, treasure treasure hunter kind of guy. Uh, his name was, uh, I think it was Feral Miklos. Uh, he this okay. dude came comes out after like he got a show for a while i don't know if you ever saw it it was on like discovery channel or history channel or something where he was going out and uh doing deep sea dives for shipwrecks now um what are the anomalies that the uh this nasa guy had found or taken photographs of this dude was using these as uh a roadmap and like uh, you know, like his tre- his own treasure map, and some of the anomalies that he uh, the dude photographed happened to have been uh, one of the ships that had originally sailed with Columbus to come to America. They actually uh, found the shipwreck because he photographed the anchor, which came up as like radioactive or glowing on a non-natural version of the spectrum, like like not how it should be. yeah because it was a long cool. lost ship, and this dude found it, and they were able to identify it from the uh what they call it the mast or um the front of the ship i don't i don't know uh, i don't i'm not a, i'm not an ocean guy I'm actually terrified of being in deep water or water that's above five feet
0: <laughs> well the the mast well the but mast the thing on the front the you know they the have
1: like the little carving of like a person or whatever yeah. that's how they were able yeah. to identify the ship or partly how along with the cargo that was on it. Of course, no bodies. Of course. So Kenny was
0: throwing out the theory uh, that the compasses were messed up because of nuclear
1: material. I got more. Oh. Now, as this guy continued uh, throughout the he, of course, had money backing him from his TV show deal, right? Let's say, I think it was Discovery Channel was backing him. That's how he was paying for all these expeditions. He found tons of um, shipwrecks. like They found World War II ships. And the way they were able to find them was from uh, the cannons. And, of course, well, the ships are mostly metal. But these photographs were highlighting all this stuff out there. Like the World War II ships they were finding, uh, more long-lost pirate ships, and long-lost other ships from the cannons. And on top of that, there was these three... Uh, weird anomalies that were like spaced evenly out uh, off the coast of Florida, somewhere between Florida and halfway to Bermuda. Kind of funny, huh? But they were large. We're talking like miles. You know, like mile size. And um, they stood out not yeah. because of, uh, well, one, because of the size, and two, because all three of them were evenly spaced and um, identical in signature according to the photographs. Now, this guy tried to make an expedition out there. And um, because it started getting more towards the real world of idea of a UFO being down there, uh, uh, Discovery Channel actually pulled out and they canceled the show and cut his funding. And he, couldn't, he never could make it out the full expedition out there.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up. Timeout you started off this tangent about nuclear stuff. Now we're all talking about aliens.
1: Yeah, because nuclear stuff is how it started. That's how the photographs were originally. Well, the camera was originally set up to look for, but it kind of found something extra. Now the guy, you can actually go and find news articles, um, with this dude. Um, he goes on and he claims it full on that there are, uh, 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 UFOs down there. It's either UFOs or one massive UFO down there. You know what?
0: That actually could be what, right?
1: Now, this is my theory going off of these ideas. Now, of course, Cooper's dead already. He died back in 2004, old age, or uh, whatever, you know. He, he passed away now this guy was cut off yeah. now the treasure hunter was cut off of all of his funding and not allowed to go out there anymore so he could never go and okay. fully investigate aside of that he did not want to disclose the location of this uh so-called UFO because it would have been uh, basically the the man uh cooper was um he entrusted all of his life's work and in, in documents and everything because this dude had spent his life. Planning and setting up for an expedition out there to find out what this uh, object was, but unfortunate. Plus, if he if he can't do it, right, he spent his whole life out there or, or getting ready to the astronaut, right? And uh, all, but uh, of course, well, you know, it takes money, training, and everything else. And he was getting older; he couldn't do it himself. So this uh, this other guy, uh, Pharaoh, however you say his name, uh, he trusted this dude with his life's work. And this dude, because he's not allowed to go out there, he's refusing to disclose or show or reveal any of the information that he has in respect to the promise that he made to the fallen astronaut. You
0: know, that's pretty nice, I guess. That's nice of him.
1: I'm still hung up. Yeah, on why, it would, now, part, why would Discovery Channel pull out? If there was nothing to be like that to be worried about, so here's where my yeah. theory comes in. Now, this is all me. If there is another theory out there about like this, I don't know about it, but this is what I speculate: is what if there is an alien ship out there, okay? And um, let's say uh, all the occupants are dead and gone, right? Oh, the aliens! More the abducted. aliens got abducted by who? NASA, or maybe, oh no, anyway, oh the... <laughs> anyway, so the maybe. ship let's say the ship is down there, there's nobody oh, nobody, nothing left living in it, but what if the ship is trying to spin up every couple of years, yeah, and that's what the methane gas is, maybe it's not so much the methane engines. gas, but it's called like the engines are spinning up every so often, like uh like a power cycle. And um uh, when the engines spin up, uh maybe it knocks the methane gas loose, causing all these environmental anomalies in the area, including the uh the disruption of the compass.
0: My mind's going, dude. My mind is going. I'm coming up
1: with a whole bunch of other theories uh, right now. I mean, Keep there's going. even photographs of, uh, like, from the military of supposed UFOs going into the ocean in that area and uh, going in and out and from different angles and their saucer shape. So I believe that this could be a sunken UFO that's kind of dead, but not derelict. And the engines just kind of power cycle every so often to make sure they could systems check. And while it's happening, it's causing these problems, such as uh, disruption in the air, the atmosphere, or disruption in the, uh, the magnetic poles, because most people speculate that UFOs run off of anti-gravity and anti-matter engines.
0: You ready? Are you ready? My yeah, mind let's just do rise. this. It's Your turn. In dark places. <laughs> Okay. We've already established that the area over the over the Bermuda Triangle is an octagonal shape that has weird air like things that drop down and all that other stuff. That the air there is weird, right. the water there is weird and everything, right? my car. How do you get to work, Kenny? You don't have to give me you don't have to give me specific details. Yes. But do you take the same road to work? You're right. Yeah. And do you take the same road home? So if aliens were to come visit Earth, do you think they would take the same road here? What if that's the point of entry? What if that area is how they actually get here to Earth because it's their quickest point of entry and that's where they keep coming in? And every once in a while that they do come in here, yeah. It's like maybe
1: there's could be a full possibility that they got some sort of base set up at the bottom of the ocean and we don't even know.
0: Oh, let me continue on there. That's one aspect of it. All the bodies and all that stuff that's gone missing, maybe they're abductions by aliens. Um, if there is, and, you know, Kenny had mentioned that, what was it you said that you had saw that there was anomalies or whatever else, or you did the research, that there were stuff yeah. under the water, a mile apart and all that other stuff. So I was originally thinking that maybe the ocean currents is the reason why you can't find anything, um, especially in that area with the Gulf Stream being there. Yeah. Um, a sunken ship or a plane could have and gets moved carried hundreds <laughs> of miles away in a matter of days. Right. But what also that place has are these ocean trenches. Um, so the the water, the regular water in Bermuda in that area, is not very deep, but they do have the biggest trenches in the world. Uh they're so deep that man cannot even properly. Are you talking hollow it.
1: Earth now or what? Um
0: the deeper water.
1: What no, if this is like the, ho- the not, gateway to not Godzilla's yet, home.
0: but <laughs> um it could the be the sleeping kraken? But what if those oceanic trenches the <laughs> mm, there's one. The what if those oceanic trenches are where these UFOs are hiding? What if they're hiding underneath those things? What if they're hiding in oh, those blue? You know holes what makes that, that even mentioned? more
1: believable? Um you know is um, not even that long ago. Uh, science has actually proven that there's another ocean, twice as like bigger than all the oceans combined, under the crust. Yeah, another, another body of water, water more, with underneath. more water than all of our oceans combined underneath. So, well, we what I'm thinking out how to get it. with your idea. It's what if there's. It's not not even a whole hollow, hollow earth, but like a massive cavern.
0: Hmm. You know what? It actually think. You know what just came into my mind. Do you remember that movie Journey to the Center of yeah. the Earth? How there was another world
1: inside of the earth. But what if these UFOs aren't even aliens? It's not a bad. Like off-world aliens. What if they're the aliens from inside the world, poking their heads out? And that happens to be their entrance and exit in that what area. What if it's?
0: What if that is the entrance? Yeah,
1: there's. A, I mean, that's a very real possibility. But there's also some guy who claims that there's a whole, uh like a city that's out in the middle of some desert that's like a dead city, and he believes that that is Atlantis. Yeah. In the desert, have you read about that?
0: Right yeah that it all dried up, and that everyone's looking for this lost city under the sea, but it would be in the desert because it dried up, and that's where a sea used to be I've, I've, heard, I've read the theory behind it i I think it's an interesting theory um I kind of really like the idea that yeah that Pontus idea is actually in the Bermuda fits better. triangle maybe the missing bodies and stuff like that is actually them drowning them and taking them, or what if they're eating them and taking them into
1: their city. Or they're just killing people um, and taking them home like rare delicacies. That's
0: one theory. It's a darker theory. You know, actually, you know, Steven Spielberg created a movie in the 70s. Uh yeah, It was called Close Encounters movie. of a Third Kind.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Do you remember that? That's what actually really made a lot of the conspiracy grow about the alien abductions in that area because the missing flight crew, missing flight 19 was in was in that movie. Like when the aliens came down, they had the crew. Oh, shit. I like, forgot
1: all about that.
0: Yeah, it was, what was his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emilio or whatever. Yeah, he was in that shit.
1: But, damn. I've um, even seen theories that the Bermuda Triangle is actually God, a portal. Yeah. Like there's a gateway out there to maybe another world or another dimension, and it's something that we could have torn. Yeah, all
0: right. So this brings us.
1: Like remember uh, the Philadelphia experiment? Um, there, there's uh, ideas that the yeah, Philadelphia know, like, right. Philadelphia experiment was successful, and we built a full on gate out in there. Okay, so there, here, this
0: leads me to my question then. Do you think that our government... Oh, that was, or well, the What was that? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Do you think that our government or the powers that be know what's really going on in that area and won't tell us? Or they have no idea okay, what's going so on in that area? If
1: we want to go with the idea that aliens are real... Then yes. yes. Yes,
0: if aliens are real, they know what's going yes. on there? Our government. No,
1: if aliens are not real, then I would say no. And do you want to know why I would say no? See, and- because it's too small of a thing. Yes. for them to give a fuck.
0: See, here's what I'm having a hard time with: Where do the bodies go? Where they get eaten by the sea do creatures? The bodies go? Came, Why uh, did the compass fuck up?
1: Well, when but the bodies clothes, are gone, the clothes probably bags, gets drifted away. No, the, um, that's material, so like cloth and stuff that decomposes. It could possibly be eaten away, too. It's not plastic.
0: Okay. Yes, fair point. But why do the compasses mess up? Why is that the place on, on, on Earth with the most missing and most... Yeah, the most missing and disappearance...
1: In the ocean. What about there, um, by that specific underwater volcanoes?
0: Small ass area.
1: It's a real thing, and uh, volcanoes it? do what? put out a lot of metal and whatnot, and they can cause compass problems. If I remember right, that's a real thing. Yeah, I
0: mean,
1: I mean, they would be called um, water spouts. If you, you got, got a shitty compass, water. you can fuck it up with a strong enough magnet. So, what if there's just a lot of magnetic metal down there? Fair here?
0: point. It could be. There could be, you know, iron and nickel of abundance. I mean, like you said earlier, right we haven't that, explored all that enough
1: of the ocean. Like, we supposedly know more about the moon than we know about the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, on the apparently moon. there's a bunch of... of there's got to be something there because everybody's racing to get back up there now. Ah. <sighs> So
0: anyways, guys, this week here on Knowing the Unknown, we decided to talk about the Bermuda Triangle. Um, We've covered water anomalies or phenomenons that could have caused these planes to go missing and the ships to go missing. Um, We've also talked about air phenomenons like those air bombs. Um, That's probably about it other than hurricanes and tropical storms that could have brought down planes or compasses messing it up um we've also talked about aliens uh, uh what else did we cover kenny that could have been it yeah we talked about so if it, wait if it there was atlantis what uh, would be causing been, all the problems the, maybe they oh have so, well, machines. oh what if um, built.
1: here we go here's a fun one you ready so what if atlantis actually has some sort of power mm. that allows them to create a bubble of air around their city so that they can um well, breathe. Because the Atlantis was originally a surface, right? Like regular old, like regular originally, people they were just super yes, smart and could there's... be there. So what if they have like these, like, I uh, ma- imagine like out of Star Wars and um, you have all this little bubble city. What was it where the Guggins lived? So what if um, <laughs> every time there's an accident and one of these massive bubbles collapses, it causes the wave problem. At- Atlantis,
0: in itself, there's a lot of different theories behind Atlantis, but Atlantis, in itself, was said to have been on a surface, yes, but they were said to have been smarter than anyone else. They were way above their time. And there's either theories that it sunk or that they sunk themselves, that they had the technology to build the bubble that you're talking about. Um, so if they were to create some defense mechanism that fucks up all the compasses that get too close or whatever else, it's not out of the realm of possibility in my opinion that that is. Well, I've the also gates heard of the thing that like, maybe they got uh,
1: that they got like uh, while they were still like a city like everybody else, that um their technology they got, they ran away with it and um they fucked themselves and basically blew up their own city and sunk half of it.
0: That was another theory, too.
1: What if the Atlantis weren't actually people? That's a very possibility. What if it was an alien city? And, um, oh, dude, have you even heard of that? uh, You know, like Sodom and Gomorrah? Yeah. So, you know, like God blew Mm, them up. We're getting biblical.
0: Mm, yes if you right yes so okay. what if um, short story yes it wasn't god
1: them that blew him up but there was a conflict and both these cities were ran let's say sodom gomorrah and atlantis all existing around the same time period uh all being ran by different either aliens or like a uh, different castes of the same species but they got to know a fight with each other and they blew up uh, the, the corresponding cities, kind of like we almost did with Russia during the Cold War. Wh- why not? I mean, no, seeing a nuclear bomb so. or anything of that kind of magnitude go off w- to, for a person back during that time period, how would they explain that other than an act of God? Because Sodom
0: and Gomorrah and that was matter. nowhere near because the Bermuda Triangle.
1: If these were alien species, well, basically held up in different cities. If they flew here, I don't think traversing to one end of the, from one end of the planet to the other really matters that much.
0: But Sodom so and they Gomorrah say, was
1: filled with people. Th- and that doesn't it's even make it. It's a far uh, a was ruling theory. That yeah,
0: one. Yeah, yeah. Who was was ruling? What Sodom and Gomorrah at the time? Aliens. Uh, It was Jesus. Um, Sodom and Gomorrah was in Israel, so it was whoever. Well, it was more Jordan. Come on, man.
1: Norway's further away from there, and they're talking about methane gas leaking up there. They can be the same effect down here. Yeah, but
0: oh my god. You're talking Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah's far. They're like on the south side, northeast side of Africa. Like, they're, I don't know. I feel like there would have been much more easier targets. Well, they don't even have to be the
1: only ones. I'm just using them as an example. Because um, what about, uh, there's Mayan cities that are wiped out completely. And we've only recently found ruins of them. And they have ash layers. (laughs) Ash layers.
0: If you, all right. So, Sodom and Gomorrah. I would probably give it a one on our rating scale. Well, I I actually I rate them more along the lines of a zero, very existing, but. Oh, I'm not talking about them ever existing, but I'm talking about like the theory. I think it's a real possibility because if
1: Atlantis was sank, um, maybe it wasn't like a straight sinking and it was off of the coast somewhere else.
0: But if we want to talk about Mayans, um, what's what's the city? Oh, the Sumerians? Or
1: there's tons of ancient... uh, uh, um, Civilizations that disappeared in the blink of an eye. All around the same time
0: period. The Amazons, not Wonder Woman's Amazons, but you know the Amazons. Um, yeah, there's a lot of missing things. Uh, what is it? Pompeii, but we all know what happened. Or was to it them. somebody but fucking it with really the volcano, the volcano that it destroyed it them? The or was it?
1: Because I kind of feel like the volcano would have given signs yeah, that it was like, going to blow up. And could... they... Why would you stay there?
0: Well, it was... An yeah. The in Yeah, God is pissed. I'm getting the fuck dogs. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they, <ain't got laughs> they couldn't boots. go anywhere. It was an island. I mean, how the fuck they, did they get on the island they, in the first place? Oh, my God. The volcano... <laughs> the volcano gonna erupt. Get on the boat. <laughs> Our compass is fucking up. <laughs> well, they didn't use compasses back then. You were the way. stars. It's kind of like it was kind of like uh a... that I love that. Oh man, there's this thing in psych or whatever, but they tell you um imagine yourself in a pool like you're in a swimming pool and it's too deep for you to stand in, but the top of the water is covered in fire and at the edge of the pool is a tiger.
1: <laughs> like, i would go to the edge of the pool. you're
0: screwed no matter what decision you make no
1: no you know why but you get a because going to the edge to of the pool with the fire all around me the tigers are gonna be scared to reach in there so i'll be able to poke my head out get some air in and then just kind of relax well
0: then you're just
1: no no man because you got water on burns
0: you. on your face and
1: yeah the but top the tiger's of the at fire the, edge. the top so of the water go to is the on edge fire. where the tiger is, stick your nose out just enough to get a breath in and then kind of chill and then go back under and chill. The tiger's gonna be scared of the fire so he ain't going in after it's... you they ain't tiger a fucking tiger no impossible
0: more. thumbs too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one of the other announcements, guys, is normally, knowing uh, the unknown, um, uh, I, I normally will, li- I like to pick the topics uh, that we talk about this each week. Um, but this week, I think, this upcoming week, I think I'm going to let Kenny pick one. Um, we're trying to get back into conspiracy theories, and I am going to be thoroughly surprised to see what, what Kenny wants to talk about. He does a choice of anything, and... You know, I'm curious to see what he talks about, and I hope you guys are ready to join us next week uh, to see what Kenny's choice is in conspiracies, because you know Kenny's got a mind like <laughs> no one else
1: should have. <laughs> well, that was kind of a surprise. To me. Um, I Kenny is going to be taking our people? topic. So, how I'm do you not, feel? I'm are you ex- completely unprepared for this? I got a million, million ideas running through my mind right now. You got time? Oh, definitely. Well, you don't have to announce um, it now.
0: Surprise us next week.
1: I had a lot of fun with this one, actually, and this felt like it's, uh, yeah, this felt like a lot of fun. Are you still there? Oh, for a second there, I thought it crapped out on me. Yeah, I'm still here. Of course. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, dude, I this one's been friends. a lot of fun, and uh, <laughs> I actually, I'm, I'm getting more hyped and I'm ready to get back into this, dude. This felt like a full-on discussion. That just, uh, we did some research, found a couple of silly facts, and that was the end of it. But um, at the end of the day, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, for Hi. those of y'all who have uh, stuck around with us, I know it's been kind of a drag, probably lately or whatever. But I promise, we got some more exciting things coming. Those of you who have remained
0: loyal and still listen, Kenny wants to Whoa, give now. you a great Whoa. big hug and a kiss.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: No, kiss them, Kenny. No. Make the kissing sound. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Knowing the Unknown. Tune in next week to find Kenny's (laughs) choice. Oh, God.
1: Uh, Thanks for joining us on another episode of Knowing the Unknown. I'm Kenny Soto. And I'm Andrew
0: Baxter. Join us next week as we continue to dig deeper into the secrets of the world.